What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Earth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here, Mr. Tony Trujillo. It pains me to say I'm not with Austin on this one. Um, again, we run into a lot of issues. Uh, Austin's a busy man. I'm a busy man. Sometimes these things work out together or to come together. Sometimes they don't. I mean, it really just kind of depends on what exactly is going on in our world. And right now, Austin is making that money, you know, making some dough. So we're going to be rolling without him on this one. Um, for this episode, we're going to talk about the Rambo franchise. One of my personal favorites. We're going to rank it, see how we go with it. Um, this is all based on opinion, so you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to believe what I say. But I'm going to just kind of talk about each one and then... Well, actually, you know what? No, we're going to rank them and I'm going to talk about why. I don't need to explain this franchise to you. I feel like a lot of people have seen it. If you haven't, you probably should go watch them. Probably shouldn't listen to this episode because there will be spoilers. Now, <clears throat> moving forward. So, first off, let's just kind of name them off. So... There's Rambo, or actually, I'm sorry, First Blood, by the way. Very first film is called First Blood, not Rambo. First Blood released in 1982. Then First Blood Part 2, or Rambo First Blood Part 2, to be exact, released in 1985. Rambo 3, just 3, Rambo 3, released in 1988. Rambo, just Rambo, of course. I mean, what else would you call it? Just Rambo. Released in 2008, and then Rambo Last Blood in 2019. I like that title more than any of the other titles, but aside from that, there are five of these films now, so we have a top five, if you will, or a one through five. I'm going to rank them mm, one through, so it'll be one through five, one being the best, but I'm going to start backwards, actually. I'll, I'll start from five, five being the least best, and I mean, you get the gist. So coming in at number five is my least favorite in the franchise, which is Rambo First Blood Part 2. Uh, one of the biggest reasons I don't care about this movie is because it's it's definitely a cra- cash grab. I mean, they all are, but this one, it definitely shows. It's, it's kind of frustrating to me because this one, even though it's technically the most successful in terms of box office numbers, the storyline is just kind of like, eh. It, it feels really just, I don't know, plain, I guess you could say. Because the other ones... Something was at stake. This one, he's just thrown into some shit. And he's looking for some missing POWs in Vietnam. So he's basically going home to where the war was. A war that they lost, which is, you know, Rambo's entire life. He's fighting a war. But this film just doesn't do it for me. It's, I don't know. I mean, again, this is probably one of the most successful sequels. Um, Again, that just goes off the fact that it's a box office blockbuster. I'm talking huge. Let's see, what was the numbers at? An estimated 42 million sold in the United States alone. So, I mean, that's just like, that's just the United States. And I'm sure it's doubled over time in, in terms of adjusted and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But um, I guess it the movie does come from the Vietnam War POW MIA issue. That's kind of where this got dragged into it. And you got to understand that there wouldn't be a First Blood Part Two or any Rambo sequel if Rambo didn't survive in the first film. So a lot of people don't know that John Rambo in the book First Blood ends up blowing up the police station along with himself and dies. 
A little bit of a dark ending, but just like the movie, it recalls the horrors of the Vietnam War, the mistreatment of Vietnam veterans that are misunderstood and essentially treated like shit. I mean, this is a real-life thing where they come back, they're not welcomed. So, <clears throat> that being said, this one does kind of take from uh, the old subject of him being a Vietnam veteran. But again, I just didn't care for this one. The story doesn't really do much for me. It doesn't feel like this one really moves in any sort of direction. I could be wrong, though. A lot of people like it. I mean, it's got Colonel Trapman back into it, uh, played by Charles Naper. Hope I'm saying that right. But yeah, this one is kind of my, like, I don't care for this one in compar comparison to the other ones. Now, at number four, I have the 2008 film Rambo. So Rambo, ironically, is the fourth film in the franchise. This one's, like, a pretty decent one. I mean, it's not bad. It's definitely a whole... A whole updated story. It's a lot better than part two, in my opinion. Uh, the story, though, um, just to give you some insight on it. Basically, what happens is, um, you know, Rambo's living in Thailand after the events of uh, Rambo 3. And in this one, a group of missionary, I guess you could call them humanitarian Christians, are trying to get into Burma, where the... Well, there's a lot of... There's a political war going on. And they ask Rambo... that to take them up river so they can get to the village they want to get to. Rambo essentially says no. Uh, not even essentially. He just says fuck no. Um, but basically what ends up happening is there's a girl. He gets convinced and, you know, they go up river and he takes them. They get captured by this fucking war group that is going through villages and pillaging, raping, murdering. And it's a campaign of fear. Rambo knows he should not drop him off there. He knows they're not going to be okay. He decides eventually that he's going to have to go back, in which he meets with another pastor from the church of the same people he had dropped off. And this pastor lets him know, hey, we've had to get in contact with missionaries because, they're not missionaries, I'm sorry, they've had to get in contact with mercenaries in order to get their people back. And they need Rambo's help. Rambo agrees he's going to go back and he goes with these mercenaries and Sure, they kind of don't play along, but, you know, eventually they prove to be a team. You know, it's a team effort, and they got to go rescue these uh, Christian worshipers who are, like, medicine doctors and trying to provide a change in this political war. Um, the story in this one is, it's quite interesting, but like part two, it doesn't do much for me. It doesn't move anywhere. It's very, um, it's not really a Rambo movie to me. Rambo, to me, is the misunderstood Vietnam veteran that's trying to deal with his inner demons. But this movie, like the second one, is purely just an action flick. Where I will give it credit is the fact that it's gory as shit. I mean, it really is. It's fucking awesome. And that I do love about it, especially like the last hour of this movie. Fucking insane. If you're a gore hound, this is for you. Um, again, I put Rambo at number four. Um, at number three, we have... Wait for it, ironically. Rambo 3. Um, the reason I put this one at 3 is because I actually like this one a whole lot more than 2 and um, 4. I think the reason why, though, is because this has a lot to do with the Soviet Union. Well, sort of. So it's basically about the Soviet-Afghan War. That's when it takes place. And it's at this time where Rambo is basically told that he has to rescue his 
best friend and his old sergeant, colonel, whatever you want to call him, Colonel Trapman. I like that name. Uh, he's got to go rescue him from the Soviet army who has been on killing both Troutman and Rambo. That's just been kind of like their their goal. So he's trying to get like local help from the Afghan rebels to fight back. But, um, you know, long story short, we have another Rambo movie. I'm not going to tell you much about this one. Um, really, this one is kind of similar to part two. But this one, I think the reason I have a a bias towards it is because it again takes place during like Soviet era and I love anything like anti anti-Russia I know how fucked up that sounds but this is a period piece type of movie this movie definitely takes place at a time where this was an issue the Soviet Afghan war so it's kind of cool I mean and you also get to see Colonel Troutman back again or Troutman I don't even know if I'm saying his fucking name right after all the millions of times I've seen these movies you would think I'd know what the fuck I'm saying but Clearly, that's not the case here. Uh, yeah, I put Rambo 3 at 3, though. Um, I think one of the reasons I like this, too, is the development of Rambo in this one is very... It's different than... <clears throat> excuse me. It's different than when we had seen him in the third one, or in the second one. This one, he's not as uh, open and as talkative as he was in the second one. He's more kind of back to what he was with the first one, where he's very quiet, very misunderstood, just kind of on his own. The second one, I think they made him a little too talkative, a little too friendly. This one, he's, you know, hard-shelled again. He's got to go see more blood. This is a dude that's murdered millions of people, so this is probably a big deal for him. Um, but yeah, that one's number three. I prefer this one over Rambo and First Blood Part Two. But at number two is going to be Rambo Last Blood. So I actually really like this movie. Uh, I think this is the best sequel out of all of them. I know it's kind of weird because it's very different. It goes into a different direction. It's not really about Rambo going into a jungle to rescue his old friend. It's not about him going to rescue some MIA soldiers. This one is very similar to the first one. It's about him dealing with his inner demons and dealing with a local problem. And by local, I mean outside of his home area so long story short Rambo has an adoptive niece that he tries to prevent from seeing her biological father in Mexico turns out her father is a member of the cartel that traffics women and this girl is so dumb her friend sells her out I guess and Rambo finds out she's missing he goes on a rampage to find his niece He's an old man. He's been living on this fucking farm for whatever years, and he's not the same man he used to be, obviously. He gets his ass whooped, surprisingly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he survives. He comes back, and he decides he's going to hunt these guys down one by one to rescue his niece. Unfortunately, even though he rescues her from Mexico and brings her back to the farm where he's been digging tunnels underground and what we would call the Vietnam bed effect, uh, she ends up dying. That's kind of an unfortunate thing but he learns that at that point they're going to come looking for him so he decides that he's going to attack his oncoming enemies the way his enemies attacked him when he was in Vietnam in which he utilizes the underground tunnels and all these really cool traps it's very similar to the first one that's what I like about it the first one's not about him going and saving the day in another country or fighting a war that can't be fought in another country it's purely just about him trying to survive and fighting a more external force as well as the external force. I also like it because it's very, um, it's even though it feels the same, like this definitely feels like a First Blood movie, it feels different in that this time it's not Soviet soldiers 
it's not uh, Burma political wars and it's not Vietnam. It's more literally just the cartel. And not to downgrade that, but like you don't actually see Rambo go in that direction. However, I will admit this is a weird time that this movie comes out. This is during the Trump presidency, which, woohoo, I'm happy about that. Um, but some people would get mad about it and call it pro-Trumpian and very anti-Mexican and anti-border and xenophobic and all this shit. Um, or not anti-border, I guess I should say pro-border. So this, yeah, this movie came out at a really weird time. First Blood had come out, actually, uh, I think it's 2019 is when it came out, so very recently. But I find this movie to be the better sequel. I just, I like how it's very similar to the first film. I think it's just pretty amazing. Has the same theme you hear throughout all of them. It's that beautiful fucking theme. God, I love it. But yeah, I put Last Blood at number two. And coming in at number one, obviously, is the original First Blood. Figured you'd know that by now, of course, with all my talk about how I go back to the first one this, first one that. But <clears throat> let me dig right into it. So the reason I love this movie is because it's the first one I had seen. Uh, I honestly tell people you should see this one before you see any of the other ones. But I love the story. I mean, the story is very pro. Uh, again, that word I used earlier, the horrors of the Vietnam War. Rambo is a troubled and misunderstood Vietnam veteran. He has to rely on his combat and survival skills. He has to fight back the internal and external demons. Internal demons being that, you know, he's a Vietnam vet. He just got back. He's trying to go see a friend in a old town only to find out that his friend died of Agent Orange. So as he's making his way into a, like a fictional town, he runs into a police officer played by the very own Brian Dennehy. Um, you know, the cop doesn't like him. Yeah, most people don't like him. This takes place at the time where after the Vietnam War, veterans were being treated very, very poorly by citizens of the United States, its own people. Uh, they came back and they were seen as a uh, menace to society. And that's how this officer treats Rambo. He mocks his hairdo. He mocks the way he smells. He mocks his army knife and everything he's got. And when Rambo resists, the sheriff decides, you know what, fuck it. And he takes him into the local police precinct where we see even more corrupt and very psychotic style police officers. When Rambo fights back against that because of the treatment he's put through that brings on PTSD of all the horrible shit he had done and seen and experienced in the Vietnam War, it triggers him and he goes into survival mode Beats the shit out of these cops and he has to run off into the mountains. In which we have this big ass manhunt by the police and nearby government troops. Um, this is where we get the introduction of the Colonel Troutman character. Uh, so Troutman's basically, well, we don't know him yet until this movie, obviously. And he explains Rambo. He explains Rambo's basically the finest soldier he's ever seen. Rambo's been told to ignore, uh, ignore feeling and... Not to know what pain is. He's a killing machine. He knows how to go beyond the human body's physical limits. And that's where the uh, shitty police officer is like, nah, fuck it. I still think I'm going to one-up this guy. And, of course, we have our face-off. The one reason I think this movie works so well is because it's more on par with the actual David Morrell novel, First Blood. Aside from the ending, which I had mentioned earlier. 
you know, Rambo has to use not just guns, but basically he has to use the mountains. He has to use the wilderness. He has to go back into what it was like for him to survive in Vietnam. And he treats these mountains basically like it's his own fucking playground. And some of the death scenes, and not even the death scenes, some of the like violence in this film, like the, or excuse me, I'm sorry. Some of the violence in this film, as well as the traps we see set upon these police officers, is brutal. Like, uh, you know, there's one in particular where there's a trap that's set in which the tree swings into the police officer. The, ro- the officer runs into these fucking pine spears made from this tree, like a makeshift fucking trap that just spikes him and holds him down. And he's screaming. You hear his pain. You're like, holy shit, that looks terrible. That's one thing I love about the movie is the surrounding. And I love the, I don't know what it is, but I love the mountain setting in horror films and in thrillers. The mountains are so fucking wild, hence wilderness, that anything can happen. And it always ends up making for a good story. That's what this one is as well. And I love this one focuses more on his PTSD, him being a person that's trying to go back home. But the truth is, he never really left Vietnam. Uh, That's why it's number one to me. I think a lot of this has to do with the acting as well. Again, Stallone is not a good actor, but there are some films that he's really good at doing that. And I think this is one of them. I think this is probably his better role. It's probably better than Rocky Balboa, and some people would love to argue. Again, this is all just my opinion, but that is where I rank the Rambo franchise. Thanks, guys, for listening. If you like what you heard here and you'd like to check out more, go to the www.greatgrickpodcast.com page to check out our backlog of episodes. I will see you guys the next time.